Welcome to the Top 8 Movies Podcast, presented by Top 8 Media. Every week we share top 8 lists from movie lovers across the globe. We also dive into actors and actresses' top 8 movies according to IMDb scores. And hear many reviews from our resident film reviewer, Mike Morgan, as he reflects on his top 8 films of each of the last 34 years. We have special edition top 8 lists on more specific topics from the movie industry. Send us your top 8 list to be read out on future episodes. Just DM us on Instagram at top underscore 8 underscore media. Thanks for tuning in and let's crack on with the show. Welcome back, everybody, to Top 8 Movies from Top 8 Media. My name is Owen Morgan. I'm sat down with my co-host, Jessica Rose Johnson, and we talk all about films through the power of Top 8 lists. Lists that you can vote on and have an impact on who the winner is over on Instagram. So make sure you're following and getting ready as this episode plays. So if you didn't know already, the show works. We have four lists based on one topic. Today is the actor, Matt Damon. So we are going to look at our Top 8. It's going to be the IMDb scores. Um, so that's our, you know, general public, which I really like. My list, Jess's list, and my the debut of my other friend, Adam. So Adam's sharing his list with us today. I know he big love to you, mate, because I know you listen to the show. You always vote. You're one of our most loyal listeners. I know you were gutted you didn't get to get involved in the war lists. So my dad took the spot. So thank you for being good about that and being part of Matt Damon today. But I know you're going to send me many more lists because you are probably more nutty about films even than me and Jess. So um, it's nice to have you in good company with us. Which is really cool. So, yeah, Jess, how are you feeling about this? What What are your feelings about? And obviously, you've done a list for him. But what is your general feelings about Matt Damon? You know, is he is he in your top eight actors? You know, who knows? You know, I I don't know if I I would say he's in my top eight actors. I will say, as I was going through his movies, I don't know what I felt like he was in a lot more movies than what was coming up. So I might have missed some here and there, but he has made some stellar performances and just a vast range of performances even so i'm excited to see where we end up yeah you're spot on when i was doing this i literally we haven't even spoken about this project you're right i was gonna go oh is it ended i got like to like to go goodwill hunting and i was like oh right um yeah i was really surprised so it, it i loved it though because it meant that i only had a few that didn't make it and it feel as bad then i was like oh, okay this feels a bit better um but yeah, it's uh, he's done some really, really cool stuff. So the rules of this uh, particular set of lists, as you know, we're always going to announce our rules. So this is the lead role in a film or part of an ensemble of leads, or he can be a major supporting actor. So if someone's in a film for like, I don't know, 10, 20 minutes or something, we won't include it. So for example, he appears in the f- four films playing Thor. I think he plays Thor on stage. They're doing like a little... It's like a little ensemble, but he comes in and he's like playing Thor in a fake play. We're not including that. It's just, it's not, he's not in it enough. So there's an example of how it works. So it can be any year in cinema and film front, film franchises are allowed. And we are looking at ideally four films or less. You know, we may sneak in one that's got five and I may allow it like in the last episode, but (laughs) we are looking ideally at four. All right, so you can put the whole series in because otherwise someone might do this and put four the four Bourne films that he's in. He's not in the fourth one, remember? Um, and then that's four slots gone, and that's 
rubbishless. You know, we want a bit more variety. So franchises are allowed, everyone. Creative flair. So we're going to jump in with the industry's IMDb scores as voted by general public. So Jess will be reading this out for us today and she will tell us the score and also if the scores are the same. So two 8.0s, Jess will let us know how many votes it got. The one with the most votes is the one ahead of the one below. Hope that makes sense. So see Jess, let's do this. All right, so unlike our rules, they do have in eighth place, the Born Identity specifically at 7.8. In seventh place is the Born Ultimatum at 8.0. It's tying with six and the Born Ultimatum got 650,000 votes while the Martian got 8.0 but got 898,000 votes. In fifth place, Ford versus Ferrari got 8.1. In fourth place, we have Goodwill Hunting with 8.3. And in third place, Oppenheimer with 8.5. It got 467,000 votes because The Departed in second place, also with 8.5, got 1.4 million votes. And the number one movie for Matt Damon is Saving Private Ryan with 8.7 votes. Thank you very much. And will Saving Private Ryan ever not feature in a bloody episode i love it but it's in every episode it seems like so we're probably not going to talk about it um it's getting silly now um and yeah you're right thanks for mentioning that um i take the lists from the industry as straight as they are i don't want to manipulate them or move them around by putting films together it's only the rest of us are allowed to um put, split, split them into um put them into a package so yeah thank you for that so yeah, let's dive into a little bit about this list quickly before we do our own lists. So yeah, okay, Bourne Films in there, makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, yeah, The Martian, that did really, really well. A box office as well. So that's really, really good. Ford versus Ferrari is probably one a lot of people might not know about. It's got about 155 names. It used to be called Les Mons when it came out. So I'm like, what the hell is this film called? So <laughs> well done to that. Goodwill Hunting when he's a little baby boy. <laughs> really nice to see that. So the big, the big difference here, the interesting one, is Oppenheimer being in there, because I've not seen it yet, so I'm not allowed to put it on mine. But that's done really well. It's not been out long. So that's really, really cool. But Departed, 1.4 million votes. That's insane. How, that's an insane amount of votes. So well worthy of being on this list. But I think that's a solid, other than Ford versus Ferrari, which people might not know about, that's a solid Matt Damon-style collection, I would say. What are your thoughts? I think pretty good, pretty good. I am with you. I haven't seen Oppenheimer yet either, so I don't have much to say. And I couldn't help but giggle, Saving Private Ryan. We should. We I think we have like a streak going with how many <laughs> times it's been mentioned. But I think this is a good classic Matt Damon list. I ain't mad about it. But, um, uh, you know, I'm a little biased. I think my list is better. But I don't know. You got some good ones on yours. So your list might be better even. Well, we do live in hope because you you won the first ever one we did. So, you know, I've got to try and claw some of this back uh, and see what I can pull off. But yeah, thank you very much to the general public, I suppose. I don't know thank you for that list. William, IMD beers. So we look at my list. I didn't actually put same part run on there because it's been in loads of my lists already. Um, I don't know if that's a, that's a good thing to do, but I thought I'm going to give it a rest um, and let Matt Damon shine elsewhere. So let's check a look at mine. 
In eighth place is the Monuments Men, which maybe not many people know about. But think think about Ocean's Eleven, but in the war with a a load of older guys rather than younger guys, and you get a sense of Monuments Men. So they're going over to Germany to go into the the, the darkest depths of enemy territory to save lots of monuments and art and stuff like that to keep the history of the Jewish people alive. Um, I think it's a very powerful film, really. So, you know, there's so much war and, and pain, but they're, they're trying to restore and keep uh, the Jewish history alive. I think it's such a cool idea for a film. Um, it's done very tastefully, I think, as well. It's not too silly. And it's a really, really good film. And I'm really glad I get shown a light. That's the kind of thing that wouldn't come up when we did our old format of this show. This is the whole point. That gets some love. Next is The Green Zone, which was absolutely epic. And hardly anyone talks about it. Um, another military film. We should actually get into our war films, actually. Um, Matt Damon is so good in it, you know, going over there and trying to uncover conspiracies and inside men in the army trying to, you know, screw over the, the, the people they shouldn't be screwing. So it's, uh, yeah, it's an amazing, amazing film, everybody. And I check out the trailer. You'll see what I mean. You'll see. Six Places Air. I don't think it's going to get on many people's lists. So it's the Michael Jordan film from a couple of years ago uh, with Ben Affleck as well. Talking about the um, true story for Jess of uh, Nike Jordans and all that. And it sounds like it would be boring as hell uh, with shoes, but it's very cleverly filmed. It's well scripted. It's actually quite interesting um, how it all unfolded. The dynamics of it all. So um, I'm glad to include it. I put the Ocean series in. Obviously, there's three of them with him. So it qualifies. I literally watched them all this week. So I watched 11 on Monday, 12 on Tuesday, halfway through 13 just to remind myself, I'm even going to watch eight um, as well. Um, so, yeah, I'm glad it's in there just to confirm that it was fifth. I mean, the cinematography could be better. I didn't, but the, the story's great and they're all great in it. So it's interesting. It's, it's, it's aged, but it's still really, really good. Fourth place, I agree with IMDb. Goodwill Hunting. It's absolutely amazing story. Robin Williams in it is amazing too. And it's just a true character development, young, young journey for somebody to, to discover who they are to start all that stuff third place is the martian um i actually watched the trailer and obviously there's a lot of him on the planet but the actual thing of them trying to rescue him and him wanting to get back it's very emotional it's very powerful too it's a bit of a, a bit of a blockbuster i didn't remember it as a blockbuster but it certainly is two is the departed and um, so i agree with imdb um just a classic you know this person's hiding this part of them. This who's who's the bad guy? Who's the mole? Who's the? I just love all that stuff. It's so tense, and everyone it's great. And Mark, I love Mark Wahlberg, and he's rocking out in it too. And everyone just looks like absolute babies. It's really weird how old I feel now. Great movie. And in first place, it's all the Bournes. They're classic spy stuff. I think it's up there with some of the best sort of spy things you'll see. It's the first time they started pushing this, I've lost my memory, who am I? And now they've made about 156 films based on that same narrative at this point. Uh, but Bourne started it all, um, I think. I'll probably get corrected on that. But I think all, all of his ones are good. The fourth one is questionable. <laughs> one, two, three, and five are very good indeed. So Bourne gets top spot, baby. So what are your thoughts, Jess, on my wonderful list? So I haven't seen a couple on your list. So I made some notes. I haven't seen Air yet. I remember it coming out, but man, I didn't realize it was already that old. So I think I think I think a good list. 
uh, yeah, it's good. And uh, you know, I, I liked your, your um, I liked your comment about the monuments men, right? Is how we were doing before is we were talking about the eight and whether we'd seen it and would we see it, would we not? But I love the opportunity to give some movies a little bit more light for people who hadn't heard of them before. So I think that's great. And I think I might have a couple on my list that some of our listeners or maybe even you haven't seen before. So I'm excited to see. So let's dive in as always. All right. And with number eight, one of those movies <laughs> is The Last Duel. Wow. I'm just going to go ahead and give a disclaimer now. It is an intense movie. It's an intense and maybe triggering storyline. And when you watch it, know that you're watching it in the viewpoint of three different characters. But it's just such a great movie. All, all the leading actors are doing an amazing job. So it's set in the, um, I don't know, like, what era do you call that? It's set in like the 1800s, back when they used to joust, and they had really dumb beliefs about things. And basically, uh, the storyline is to determine whether or not someone did someone wrong. I don't want to give any spoilers away, but I think it's really good. I think how they shot it is really great. I've talked enough on it. Number seven, The Departed. I also think this made my list because how much we've talked about it. And it just so happened to show up on TV the other day. So I did watch it. And it is. It's got a lot of great actors, great parts, a lot of moving parts to follow along. So classic at this point. In the sixth spot, I put The Martian. I loved the resiliency piece of it. Here they, you know, they they thought he died and he's got to figure out how to live on Mars. And that was not the plan. So it's really cool to see all the things he came up with to be able to survive. I too put Oceans in the fifth spot. A great series, super fun. I think there's some others that I put a little bit higher for reasons. I you know, I hemmed and hawed about the Saving Private Ryan, but I went ahead and put it in, in the fourth spot. <laughs> Give it some more light. Why not? But in the third spot, I put We Bought a Zoo. So We Bought a Zoo is a story. He plays a father who loses his wife and he has kids and they're trying to kind of move on with their life and start over new. And it just shows how he made this big decision and where it takes him and his family. So really cool, sweet story, a little bit of sadness, get to tissues, but good story. In the second spot, I put the Bourne series. And I would love to look that up because that is, the Bourne series has been around for a while. I wonder if that is, that's true. Like who, who kind of started these series of, I'm this trained assassin killer, but I don't know how or why. Um, good nonetheless. But in number one, I have Ford versus Ferrari. Hands down, an amazing movie, but ultimately one of my favorite, like for Matt Damon specifically, one of my favorites of his acting. He does a phenomenal job in that movie and just, ah, it's such a good story. You know, the, the true story of the, the race and just, you know, how determined he was and really saying, hey, it's my friend or no one else, just how much he fought just for himself and for his friend. So beautiful story. If I had to pick one, if you hadn't seen any of these, I would say Ford versus Ferrari, hands down. 
Um, I definitely would watch that. Or We Bought a Zoo if you have watched Ford versus Ferrari. So there's my list. There's my pitch. Vote for list C. I'll be looking out for you on Instagram. Yeah, thank you very much. And I, yeah, I really, I do really want to watch Ford vs Ferrari. I haven't seen it. There's no particular reason I haven't. I just, it's you know, it's so, as you know, it's so many, so many on our list at this point. I, yeah, I'm really looking forward to watching it, especially as you know, I trust you, and, and it's your number one. So I'll certainly be watching that. Last Jewel, I've been um and ahhing about it. So yeah, maybe I will, I will give it a go. Um, and yeah, we bought a zoo. I was surprised to see it on there because obviously it's not as like, hey, what the hell? This is supposed to be action and crime. Um, so I'm really, really happy that something like that's getting some love too. Um, and if I have my feeling okay, little Sunday afternoon raining cry session, but maybe that's what I'm going to go for. Um, I'm I'm scared now that you're going to win because the same private Ryan situation that we find ourselves in. So that could screw me like High School Musical did in musicals. So uh, we'll see what happens there. But we've got a lot of similarities here, so I think we're on kind of on the same page really. And I think the ones that haven't featured on both our lists is because we probably haven't seen them yet. So. Sure, Fallen Fry probably be in mine. Um, should that that be an option? So, yes, thank you so much. I hope everybody has enjoyed that list. But now it is the debut of one of the most loyal listeners we have, the amazing Adam. Thank you so much, my friend, for sharing with us. I cannot wait to to do more lists of yours in the future. So we're going to see a few new ones here, guys, which is really exciting, and also some familiar friends. So let's jump in. And he's written a few notes for them. I'll do that at the end for, for ease of reading. So in eighth place, we have Invictus, which is really cool. If I remember right, I think it's the rugby film, but I need to double check. Don't think it was American football. I will need to check. We'll do that later. Uh, in seventh place, we've got The Martian. So yeah, we've seen that today. So that's one lower than Jess and about four lower than mine. The Departed. One higher than Jess's as well. So, yeah, similar sort of areas. Four versus Ferrari. Here it is again. So, I'm pretty much being told to watch Owen at this point. <laughs> so, that's mm. fifth. The Bourne Collection is fourth, uh, which is completely fair enough. So, that's, that's pretty much in the top four for all three of us. So, that's cool. Talented Mr. Ripley. I did not see this coming, Adam. Um, really, really cool that you're including that too. There's a few, few on, on the show today. Which is really, really awesome. So tell Mr. Ripley. Goodwill Hunting in second, which is completely fair enough. I realize that's not on Jess's list. That might give me a chance. So Goodwill Hunting. And then Rounders came out of nowhere. It's Rounders, oh my God. So hello, Rounders. Welcome to the podcast. It's so cool that it's going to get showing here today. Um, and we'll get to see in a second with his notes why Rounders may feature here. Before I get the notes up, Jess, what are your thoughts on Adam's debut list? I have not seen Invictus, which is based on a true story. What? So I have a different tie to the word Invictus. So I just kind of skimmed over, honestly, on his list and didn't think anything of it. But the story of the rugby team in 1995. So that I'm sure will be a good one. And ah, I haven't seen The Talented Mr. Ripley either. But I, I do agree. I think this may, uh, the two of our lists may come down to the decisions we made because I did not include Goodwill Hunting, <clears throat> but you did not include Saving Private Ryan. So it'll be interesting to also see the similarities in who votes for Adam's list as it too has Goodwill Hunting, but not Saving Private Ryan. 
And rounders, I also have not seen. So I'm not sure much about that. I'd love to hear more. Yeah, certainly. We'll just have a quick look at some things he said. He just, he's honoured a few that he really wished he could have put in, uh, just so we know. So same Bright Ryan, Interstellar, good show. We Bought a Zoo, way, and the Oceans Collective. So yeah, let's give those, those guys a bit of love. So let's just quickly see what he says. So for Invictus, he says, a beautifully told biography of one of the greatest men to ever live. I mean, what that's one hell of a pitch. The Martian, intense and original. True. The Departed, a Martin Scorsese masterclass. I concur. I don't deliberately just concur because he's my friend. I do actually agree. Ford versus Ferrari, fast cars and a co-star in Christian Bale makes this a must watch. Okay, you said enough. The Bourne Collection, a massive fan of Robert Ludlum's novels. These films were fantastically adapted to the screen. Adam, I think like John in the last episode, you've got a reviewer inside of you, my friend. You have a new career ahead. Talented Mr. Ripley, great cast, well-delivered film. How Matt is able to portray Tom might just be one of his best roles. I need to watch this film again. That is one hell of a line. Goodwill Hunting, what a cast. The chemistry on screen between the two leads is amazingly beautiful. Yes, very, very beautiful. And Rounders, his top film, is un an unbelievable film, superbly written with a great performance by Matt. That's my first job when I come off the recording today. I'm going to go watch the trailer for that. Um, because if it's number one, it has to be for a reason. So I'm going to go check it out. So thank you, Adam, for your first list. I wish you luck in the vote. Not too much luck, of course, as the cheesy lines will go. But hopefully you'll get second um, in your debut. That'll be great. So get used to Adam. He'll be on the show a lot. I have some very loyal um, listeners like Lynn as well and my dad. So they're going to be a big part of this, this whole podcast journey that we're on. So, yeah, very interesting all in all. I think um, there's some obvious films here that are just in the hearts and souls of many. So um, I think that's what I've learned here today compared to any of the actors we've done before. It's probably the most common set of lists I've seen, but I'm really proud. Of, I don't, you, you know, you, you concur on this, Jess, don't you, that it's just so lovely for this format to allow films like Monuments Men, We Bought a Zoo, even Four for Ferrari to, to a certain extent, to see the light of day in mainstream film chat. I love it. And it's it's a joy being able to voice our what our interests are and then hear more about what we're interested in and what our listeners are interested in and just be exposed to so many more great movies. So I hope that people listening and following along feel the same way. They're getting exposed to amazing cinema and that they're enjoying whatever their favorite snack is when they do watch these amazing cinemas. Yes, indeed. Um, and yeah, just I'm really excited to see what I have no idea how people are going to vote on this. I'm like, sometimes I'm like, yeah, I think it's going to be Jess for sure. This, I have literally have no idea. So I'm super excited. So this is your chance, guys, to have an impact on that. So go over to Instagram right now. There's a poster on our feed for um, these, these lists. So A, B, C, and D. It's got our names next to each one. In the comments, put down your favorite list. And then maybe pick out one or two films you, you love. And just give us a quick one-liner to why they deserve to be on these lists. Um, that'd be awesome. And if you go on Instagram stories, immediately after this is released, you've got 24 hours to be part of like the live, the kind of live vote version of it. Um, and that's alongside all the other polls that we do on a daily basis where you get to have impact on who wins certain things. So yeah, go and check that out. 
we have our anniversary episode coming up soon, episode 20, where we will reveal all the results of all of these things and go into depth and a little bit more about films. And there'll be film reviews too, because I haven't watched my homework yet. I've got to watch House of Gucci. That was nominated. And I think yours was seven, wasn't it? I think just for you. So we've got to watch those and do a full review for those, which will be really fun. And we have some exciting exciting announcement. I'm not so Jess, but in the next three episodes, one of the episodes, are you ready? We're going to do the highest grossing horrors. I'm going to do my top eight zombie films of all time. Jess is going to do a top eight vampire films of all time. My friend John has given us his top eight werewolf films of all time. So it's going to be a spooky special. Shape not Halloween, but a spooky special. And what I love about that, completely different genres as such. How the hell do you pick a favourite? Can't wait to find out. So yeah, check out for that, guys. It's coming in the next three episodes. I haven't decided which one yet. So yeah, come and check that out. Thanks so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Send us your top eight list today to top underscore eight underscore media. If you find it too hard to create your top eight of all time, then why not a top eight from a certain actor, actress, genre, or director? You can even make it more niche. For example, the top eight films set in space. Your list could inspire. So join the top eight media contributors today. Thank you for listening and we will see you next week.